another solid gold podcast. The priceless blondes are back in the house. Yes, it is SAPeople.com, this week's podcast. Coming to you courtesy of Jenny Baxter, sitting in Altib in France, and myself, Melanie Walker, here in Johannesburg. And um, apparently, Jenny, it's going to rain here in Johannesburg this afternoon, which I didn't find a possibility when I woke up this morning and went for a lovely walk on the spray and there wasn't a cloud in the sky. But within half an hour, and I wouldn't be surprised if I go outside now after this, Clouds everywhere. So I'm thinking, what? Rain in June? This is a very odd thing. But but down in KZN, I mean, they've had kind of floods and cars washed away, buildings, homes destroyed. Tornado. Tornado. That's it. I I actually ended up in one of those when I lived in Sudwana. In Sudwana. And it was in 1994. And they, I'd been there for three days. And of course, I stayed in a little kind of lovely shack thing made of sisal walls and fishnet and tarpaulin roof. And they said, don't worry, it's a brand new tarpaulin roof. You'll be fine. Uh, except one of the posts gave way. So there I am sitting in bed and the whole roof just went poof, right off behind me. No way. It was scary. So many trees pulled down. And then I remember... When did Des Moines come through? And around in the mid eighties, Des Moines hit the whole of the coast. And then there were all of those, um, gosh, my dad was still alive down at the south coast. So down towards Port Edward, lower south coast, that must have been maybe 10 years ago when they had those almost small little tsunamis that took out so many boardwalks and things along the south coast. So I suppose, but it's always around about this kind of time of year. But they are saying that there's something about KZN right now that it, it is receiving the worst weather and, you know, is climate change involved and the repercussions and everything. And You know, I'm not a climate change denier. And I do think that humans definitely have had something to do with the speeding up of what would na- be a natural progression anyway. So mm. I reckon that these things would have been happening because that is the way of the world. It does, doesn't stay static, no. but it is going a little bit quicker than we expected. And I do think that people should get on board, not from the point of view specifically of worrying too much about temperature change, but it's a case of pollution. Yeah, so if we get absolutely. together and we do something about pollution, I mean, that is the number one thing. Stop with the yeah. emissions, like try and slow things down a bit. And also just be kinder to the environment and to everybody else around you. I think I keep and, on harping on about that every week, don't I? And I think the people that listen to this podcast are already converted. They are the lovely people yeah. who, who do do good. So thank you to everyone listening. Um, so if you want to help down in KZN, um, at least one person has passed away sadly he was a herdsman who got washed away when he tried to cross with a cow a couple of people injured many people last night were you know emergency services worked through the night to rescue people who were trapped in their homes and everything uh gift of the givers is is on standby nsri also um did a wonderful rescue last night i think um ambila river mm. uh four four cars got washed off the bridge in pine town and one of the guys managed i think about 51 years old he managed to get out of his car and hang on to a tree and nsri came along and put a rescue swimmer in with um you know rope tied around stuff, yeah. them 
Exactly, exactly, and and rescued him. So I think NSRI, gift of the givers, if you want to help anybody to help the people right now, um, all the way to Verulam, who've been yeah. really devastated by yesterday's tornado and subsequent floods. You see, you want to live by the sea, hey? We're much safer here in Germany. <laughs> 6,000 feet above sea level. It's a good place to be. There's not so great. Hey, <laughs> talking note is great. Talking about 6,000 feet, mm. did you see the wonderful South African? She is the youngest South African. Doctor. Yes, youngest South African to ever summit Mount Everest and the youngest medical doctor in the world to ever do it. So, um, Gabriella Nell and, and on Woo-hoo. top of that, she, <laughs> and, and on her way down, I mean, it was a really dangerous weather at the, you know, there, mm-hmm. there were some other fatalities on the mountain. Um, and, but she had a brilliant team and she actually credits him with saving her life on the way down. She had to be rescued from camp three, I think, uh, and got frostbite, uh, her hands and her feet, mm-hmm. but I'm- she cannot wait to go back. I think it's madness, frankly. I mean, I'm just wondering how many corpses are littered all over Mount Everest (laughs) because they can't bring them back down again. Personally, I'd rather play bridge and sit there and go, the banks of the River Thames are littered with the corpses of men who didn't pull trumps. That's a much better pastime for me. Right, okay, so well done to her, though. If you're into talk climbing like very, very tall things and getting freezing cold great me not so much i'm not, not interested so okay so now um i see here in news for expats we got a thing about duolingo <gasps> so if you go into duolingo i'm sure that you could learn to say what to i speak just like said. melanie to understand what i just said so how many people have they got now doing zulu on duolingo a 502,000. So that's half a million people. It's brilliant. Um, I don't know if they're all in South Africa or uh, around the world, but I just thought for South Africans who aren't at home, um, it's wonderful. I've started doing it and it, you know, it really is nice. And you'll be surprised by how much you know just because as soon as you start seeing the words. Um, so what did I just say to you, Jenny? No, 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 stop. I haven't done that lesson yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I believe that they're going to. They're going to be bringing out Isikosa in 2024. Correct. And I can't tell if they're bringing it out on the 1st of December or the 12th of January because you never know who's using American dates and who's using European dates. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so, these Americans, you know, I mean, they just keep on sitting and going, what is wrong with you English people that you can't spell properly? Why don't you use your own language? Oh, really? You're speaking American. Go away. Leave us English people alone. And get the dates right, man. What is wrong with you? I know. I know. So frustrating. And then, and then also happening overseas right now is next week there's going to be two, sh- two, uh, performances of this play called which uh, might make you think of Ile de Maurice, which is Mauritius. And it is about a South African who was born and brought up in Cape Town, but goes to visit her grandparents' home, which is Mauritius. And um, so it's a coming of age, but, you know, she's a stand-up comedian. So apparently it is just captivating. The reviews are incredible. She won gold, or the, or the play won gold. She also won a Best Actress Award uh, last year at the SA National Arts Festival. Um, so anyone in London can go and see it at Riverside Studios in W6. And she is who? Oh, 
Oh, sorry. (laughs) Sophie, Sophie Jones. And she's fantastic. And she's full of energy and enthusiasm and proudly South African. And, um, you know, and it's all about females and mothers and daughters and grandmothers. And, you know, it's, I think there's a lot that South Africans obviously will relate to. So, um, and she's, she's even going to be at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival as well in August. Yeah, yeah. So she's really doing well. Why not? Okay. Mm. So what news do you have from experts? I did notice um, that there's a couple of things happening in Portugal. Our dear friend, uh, Roy Medina, who's put up some stuff on his page about South African happenings in Portugal. So we're getting a lot of people all over the world sending us information, which is so Fantastic. Yeah. And, and I know that there are some, uh, uh, Kevin Fraser, the Australian comedian is heading over to Europe again. I think even Sculp is adding that, but let me double check that Sculpey. for next week. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. I know he came back from Australia, but I feel like he's going to Europe, but, but I have to confirm. Um, and, and other things happening in Australia, in Australia, in Scotland is this weekend was the sheep shearing world championships and South Africans often do well there. I have to tell you that one of my favorite clues on yeah. treasure hunt ever. Okay. Was with Mel, with the help of a shearling has to change a hogget into a shear, into a, no, has to change a hogget into a yearling. No. There we go. With the help of a, sh- a yearling, you have to change a hogget into a shearling. Okay. So the people <laughs> turned around and said, with the help of a horse, you have to change a pig into a sheep because a yearling, a shearling and a hogget. And what it actually is, and I know this. Okay. <laughs> so your yearling are the guys who go around to the places to go and shear the sheep every year. And a hogget is a sheep that has never been shorn. And we're not talking about shorn the sheep. Okay. And <laughs> a shearling is a sheep that's been shorn for the first time. Oh, gee, it sounds like one of those limericks. <laughs> it's, it's a tongue twister. You have to get a whole tongue yeah. twisting thing going. So there's, there's yeah. who's sharing sheep now? Well, two of the two. Well, there were, I think there was a team of seven South Africans and, um, they won team awards, but also Bonile Rabella and, um, Zuela Makusa Mboweni. They won <laughs> gold and silver. And I should win gold for that. Swella um, they won gold. Corsi. Swella? Mwah. Yes. Corsi. Oh, sorry, ma, ma. <laughs> yeah, you're going to keep on going with your Duolingo, hey? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. And this is fantastic. There were 29 countries there. So, you know, South Africa. Sheep cheering competition. Super well. Yeah. Yeah, they do mm. it every year. And South Africans always do well. How? It's one of our awesome. proud moments. Yeah. It's sheep shearing of all things. How, how well were the Aussies, um, doing there? <laughs> oh, true. <laughs> I don't know. I only looked at the South Africans, <laughs> but I'm sure they did pretty well. Well, talk about things animal. I know that you probably have seen the story. I mean, who on earth would think that trying to go through customs with 38 kilograms of bulltong was a good idea? <laughs> I know. I see that they haven't named the guy, um, who was, who was stopped at an airport in Missouri. Or somewhere in America, um, Minneapolis. Minneapolis, yeah, the Twin Cities. Yeah. But the whole thing is, is that it says you may not take meat products anywhere in the world from one place yeah. to another. And, 
And I mean, and it really is kind of dangerous. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's all the diseases that come mm. from it, mm. like foot and mouth disease. So it, it really does have a repercussion on other countries. But of course we do love our biltong. And apparently this guy, a South African, uh, begged them and was saying, you know, I spent two thousand dollars on this biltong. Please let me take it through. And they were like, no. And they sterilized it. They killed it basically. Yeah. 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 Um, there's, there's, there's a thing that he should have tattooed on his forehead, which starts with the D. <laughs> What was he thinking? I mean, you know, oh, Lordy, I can't say what's going on there. All right. So what's, let's go into the good news. We, we've said already about, you know, the shame with the, the, um, tornado and, and stuff. So what are some of the good things that are coming out of South Africa at the moment? Well, one of the stories that I've loved the most this week is Fishhook High School was, um, uh, uh, what's the word? You, when, when you give a, a thing to someone. No. So, so Fishhook Primary School dared them, but it's not dared. There's another word for it. Anyway. Um, threw out a challenge. Kind of, yes. Challenge okay. them. Thank Challenged you. Challenge them to do what? <laughs> <laughs> to crochet over a hundred little octopuses. And, oh. um, and they not only crocheted a hundred, they, cro- they crocheted 122. And these little octopuses or octopi, octopi. um, well, all, all the words are allowed. Apparently, yeah. all the words are official and Except for, for fooey fanatics, you know. Uh, n- n- I kind of checked my dictionaries. Yeah, but we're old school Okay. So, I'm going to say octopuses because we've never been allowed to. We were always told we had to say octopi. So, it's nice to have the freedom now to just say octopuses. So, <laughs> so <It just laughs> 122 wrong. of them. <laughs> 122 <laughs> octopuses. Uh, okay, now you're saying it funny. Uh, so they were sent to hospitals where they really help premature babies. Apparently the tentacles remind premature babies of the umbilical cord. And Aww. so they feel comforted. And I thought, yeah, right. And then some mums with preemie babies posted the photos. With their preemie babies with these little crocheted octopi, which we'll now say. And um, I can get on board with that because I, I mean, we've got 67 blankets is coming up again soon in July. Okay. You know, the brainchild of, um, the Legion of Honor. Carolyn. Carolyn Stain. Um, yes. so that's, that's coming up again. And I've got to sew all these blankets together again, which I need to get them done in time. So anybody who's like creating things that are helping helpless yeah. people or homeless people or people who haven't got enough warmth. I mean, I'm just, I'm a hundred percent behind all of that. And I like well, the idea of the octopi. They are so cute. My mum does it for my kids and who are not premature, but just who love, <laughs> who love colorful yeah. octopus. Yeah. And, and, and they, we've got a pattern on yeah. SA people. So, so you can get the pattern and cause, cause, People around South Africa were asking, where's the pattern? Where's the pattern? So that they can, uh, crochet some for their hospitals. And on the Nelson Mandela Day, a thing mm-hmm. that you just mentioned, uh, which is 18th of July, uh, we've also got on SA People this week, I think it's seven meaningful things that you can do, or it's a certain amount of meaningful things you can do, which includes what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, it includes packing food parcels. 
Uh, and there's even a seven-day challenge that they are really encouraging, and it would be wonderful if you and your girls could. They're encouraging every South African to please take the seven-day challenge. The link is on SA People. Okay. Um, and it's just to get more and more people engaged, and engaged in not just this day, but... I will exhort my whatever. twins to actually make stuff, because, of course, they are <gasps> Your twins people. make beautiful yeah, things, yeah. yeah. So, but, but, of course, it's also going to be Jenny Baxter's birthday around about that time. So what is Baxter going to be doing for her seven-day challenge? I'm interested to know. You're just going to take it easy for a while. Uh, I've got a lot of friends coming over and we're having a party with a band and all that. Um, but you're right. I need to think of Good thing. So you are so welcome. Mel, you're so welcome. I would, I would send you a ticket. But just imagine how many carbon miles I'm going to be like racking up if I fly overseas at the moment. I'll have to start walking. I'll walk there. Okay. Well, I'll I'll say why. I'll be turning a hundred by the time you get here. Bridget Hilton Barber, I think it's, yeah, she runs the King something or the other in Pumalanga. And she's from the Hilton Barber family of like, yes. famous, famous explorer type people. Yeah. And she's busy on a trip at the moment where she and another artist friend who actually lives in Parkhurst, well, just, no, in Craigle Park, uh, yeah. they've just hit Burundi. So they're driving all the way through oh. Africa. So I was thinking, well, if they can drive it, maybe I can walk it. <laughs> so I can keep my carbon footprint done. Wouldn't that be a good yeah. idea? It would be lovely it to do would. That. It yeah. would. There need, there need to be more walker holidays because, um, you know, at the Cannes Lions last week, that was one of the biggest topics was sustainability and what needs to be done with the travel industry because it is contributing so badly. Walking tours. Yeah, walking tours would be divine. Yeah. Divine. Um, if you are doing a walk along the beach – and are on holiday in Hart Bay. Pick up rubbish. Pick up your rubbish and other people's rubbish. And then look out for a wonderful guy called Innocent Zunga. He has been making sandcastles, etc., etc., since he was 10 years old. And he is now a pro. He makes the most amazing rhino um, aeroplanes. He's really someone. The sand to see. I think he's at Marina's Wharf. Yeah. Yeah. They are All absolutely around. phenomenal with the kinds of things that they can actually create. Um, I and mean, it's quite ex- Yeah, yeah. In, in Australia, they used to have competitions, which was amazing. People come from around the world and do these incredible things. Mm. But, um, but, I was going to say something useful and good, but forget it. That's gone. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're at that I'm on the beach gone. now. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> oh, thinking about mm-hmm. the beach. There we go. Oh, talking about oh I know what I was going to say. What? 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 Is our beautiful Sandman, I'm excited for him, hmm. is this winter, for the first time, he's going to actually try, because there's less people on the beach, obviously, he's going to try canvas art. Oh, okay. Because he is so artistic, so so that'll be that'll be really great. Fantastic. And then he can keep it. Not yeah. Like sand art. Sand, but just keep. like blows away. Um, yeah. Talk about special people, of course. Uh, special Olympics. Um, our team South Africa did so well. Hey, didn't they? Mm. Just amazing. Forty nine medals, mm. of which I think the most twenty two were gold. 20 silver and 7 bronze. And just like what you were talking about earlier, I think the DA came in and said, you know, they've done so well. Please can the government invest 
even more in our sports people mm. because it's not only promoting wellness, you know, physical wellness and mental wellness, but it promotes unity and it promotes national pride when they do do so well against, I think they were against 180 countries, you know, 7,000 athletes. And mm. so it's wonderful to everybody unites flying the flag high and yeah. Lots of things to be proud about. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, well, okay. So <clears throat> now on to the thing which um, always kind of gets my, piques my interest, rugby. <laughs> well, if you haven't already bought your ticket for uh, the 8th of July, which is the rugby championships when South Africa plays Australia in Pretoria, Loftus Fasselt, it is sold out. Mm. So that's pretty cool. Although there is a competition to win some tickets, but um, but otherwise already sold out. And then if you're in New Zealand, I think they're going to be playing. Uh, South Africa is going to be playing on the 15th of July mm. in Auckland uh, against obviously the All Blacks, and then um, and then back in Johannesburg, 29th of July, they'll be playing Argentina in the last match of the series. Okay. And that's at yeah. Ellis Park or whatever it's called these <gasps> oh, days. And, and Andre Pollard is, looks like he might not be able to not play. Be yeah. But at least, uh, re, is it Hochart? Is it Hochart who's been in hospital and now he's the yeah, checking off but the he's ventilator? Getting better. Thank goodness for that. Yes. I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, now one other good news story. Yeah. That's been coming out. Well, tell me a bit more or tell everybody a bit more about it. Beter Enders. It was on carte blanche this weekend, and it's um, Beta Anders was actually a, a revolutionary group back, you know, over a century ago, uh, fighting against the British Empire and holding the British Empire back. And now this group has another group has formed and have used the same name and what they want is a better ending for South Africa um, not that it's ending but um, but a, a better happily ever after happily okay. ever after and so they are all for unite so they they are like a sports fan group of all different colors all different um, socio-economic groups they go around they fix potholes they build schools schools, um, they teach maths, they just do whatever they can. They are begging Afrikaans people particularly to um, think about all the reasons why they should stay in South Africa. So mm. they've got this campaign going and they're also asking the wealthier ones to please donate to good causes and, you know, help uplift everyone. Because as soon as there's equality, there's less turmoil, Exactly. And seeing as we know that nothing is going to happen, and I, I am privy to lots and lots of conversations and things which are happening in local council, which sometimes can be quite depressing when you realize that there's no money to do anything um, and no anything to be able to do anything. And to see citizens, concerned citizens, actually getting off their butts and not expecting someone else to come along and wipe their butt, okay, <laughs> getting up and doing it themselves. That's what yeah. we should all be aiming towards. Instead of sitting and going, oh, well, you know, it's not my job. Make it yeah. your job. There we go. Yeah. Okay, so now I get um, on Friday, I'm going to be sitting and doing absolutely nothing for the entire day excepting watching the small box. So what should I be watching, Jenny? How come on Friday? Do you have no? It's the only day I don't teach. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, I definitely, if I were you, I would be watching Shaka Ilembe. 
It okay. is it is record breaking. I think it's Multi Choice's most successful drama series ever. Uh, they put a lot into it, but they are reaping the rewards without a doubt. I can't wait for it to go international. Um, it's already been the best drama series in DSTV history after only one episode. After two episodes, it broke the record for the most watched drama series in DSTV history. Um, I think we're two episodes down. It started on the 18th. Uh, and there's 12 episodes altogether, and there's already talk that they are going to sign for a second season. Um, I mean, if you see some of the imagery coming out of it, it's just on a big scale. And Chaka okay. was, you know, I know he did a lot of, of pretty, um, brutal stuff. Mm. Um, you know, near where I lived, he apparently, you know, the, the legend always was at Chaka's Rock, how he used to train his warriors. Uh, they'd have thorns to and stuff, yeah. Stamping on those acacia thorns and, and then having to kind of jump off the Chaka's Rock yeah. uh, to show how brave they were. And um, yeah, I mean, brutal, but something very inspirational about him. You his see, drive. for me... Henry Kelly is always going to be Shaka Zulu. <laughs> so, yeah. But you haven't seen this one. Give it no, a go. I know, Give it a go. I will. But you, you get that yeah. thing. It's like Julie Andrews is Mary Poppins, you know. So there's specific people who took on a role in such a way they made it theirs that to have yeah. somebody else coming along, it's going to be a hard ask. I suppose, you know, I'll, I'll watch it and I'll let yeah. you know what I think. How's that? Okay. Please do. Please do. Because it seems like everybody's loving it. And okay. the fact that they, then went back for the second episode, you know, so it wasn't yeah. just a one-off that the first episode had lots of people. Okay. Um, I think then, then also, if you haven't watched it yet, you know, the Elon Musk show has got, which is on Showmax, has got interviews with um, people for his family, with people that have worked with him, with people who love him and with people who hate him. So it seems to be a little balanced and, um, and quite interesting to understand, you know, one of South Africa's most famous exports. Mm. Okay. And yeah. what's this on Netflix about? Um... Oh, I just keep telling you I wanted to check if you'd watched it yet. Arnold. No, no, I haven't. I haven't. I, I have it's... to be honest. Um, a friend of mine said. You have a laugh. You're too busy. <laughs> well, I'm very busy. So when I do get down to sit and watch something, my friend said, no, you've got to try this. So I've been watching Better Call Saul. Oh, <laughs> which, like, which is a spin-off from uh, Breaking Bad. Yes, but I haven't watched Breaking Bad, so you apparently... Oh, my God, no. Bad. I haven't watched it, no. So I, oh, I'm still trying to, to get into it. I'm nearly at the end of the first season, so I'm, I'm giving it a bit of a break, like a, yeah. a, a break as in not giving it a break. I'm not yeah. watching, but <laughs> I'm, I'm sticking in with it. But I'm, I still think that there's other try stuff that I think maybe I should watch. Yeah, and try Breaking Bad as well. I did. I think I watched two episodes and I was like, eh, nah, whatever. Yeah, you got to get into it. And once you're in, oh, it's too hard to get out. This girl like sings like Mayor of East Town and of course Don Corbos, you know, that kind of like really. And and there's that Rosemary's Hit List, which is apparently the new. I mean, it's based on truth though, mm. but it is apparently the new Don Corbos. Oh, I will get that one a watch for sure. So you've yeah. got here Arnold Red Pox, South Africa '60s Survivor, South Africa and USA. Oh, just, uh, at Ridge Parks we spoke about last week. Yes. Just, that's why I was just checking if, because Arnold 
yeah, really liked him and went to South Africa because of him. And then also, yeah, if you feel like just binge watching something, um, there is Survivor South Africa and Survivor USA that are ready for binging. It's always yeah, nice when you know you can see the end. The first three American series, I think, were the first, the best ones. The one that was, um, yeah. the first one with Richard, where they were, where, yeah. Then the second one, which was in Australia. And then the third one where they were in, up in Africa, in Kenya or Tanzania somewhere. Those three, uh, those yeah. three seasons were fantastic before everything became a bit silly. <laughs> Anyhow. Okay. So there we are. That's a quick rundown of the stuff which is making the news headlines on sapeople.com. Um, and what is the story you're working on at the moment? Um, Action Society SA. And the work that they are doing uh, to try and eradicate gender-based violence. And mm-hmm. as you know, I don't even like that term because it's just, it's violence. It's violence. It's either violence or if you, if you want to be, you know, you can maybe say male violence. But gender-based violence just kind of nullifies it and makes it... Oh, just something that you learn at school. Yeah. It doesn't, it takes away the horror of it and that yeah. it's proper violence. You know? I think we should all just be walking around with katanas. What are Come katanas? A Japanese sword. Okay. <laughs> Come near me, I'm taking you off at the knees. <laughs> yeah, but you might just fall on it, you know? Uh, you, you know what? Sometimes you, falling on your own sword, being hoisted <laughs> on your own katard. It's okay. Okay. But I, I think no. people started walking around and said, we're not going to take this. And actually, I'm not advocating going out and <laughs> yeah. necklacing people. Okay. But I think that if you walk around with a sword, people might think twice about actually having a go at you. That's just my point of view. Shame. I know some people in Pinetown who've told me that they now drive around with their Swiss army knives because it's got a little risky when you have to stop at a traffic light. So well, one of the best pieces of advice I'm ever going to give to people, first of all, apart from locking yeah. yourself in your car, okay, always lock it. Oh, the cat's coming. It's a, it's a new cat. Be, <laughs> the show would not be complete without a cat walking across the screen. Um, it's my puss, not my octopus. Is Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's leave that one. So, is to open your car window yeah. about a centimeter. So yeah. nobody can put their fingers in there. However, if they come up and they've got like they, ah. use, shock, uh, they use spark plugs yeah, yeah. to break the window, it will not break the window. It's only when the window is tightly closed up that they can break the window. So okay. always have it slightly open, and then they can't smash your windows. Interesting. Thank you. So, not that thank you need you, it in, you. in France, but we need it here. Okay, Jenny. So, well, there we go. Fantastic news on the news, South African news front. And <laughs> we will be back again next week with more uh, daring do and fabulous feats from South Africans here and abroad. Here being South Africa, of course. Um, yeah. <laughs> go out, have a lovely day. And of course, if you want to spend, send any of your good news stories, don't hesitate to get hold of Jenny at sapeople.com. Catch you next time, Jen. Thanks, Mal. Bye. You've been listening to another Solid Gold podcast.